Hi there! Welcome to this week's episode of REAP, where REAP stands for Read, Examine, Apply, Pray. My name's Ed Burdett, and I'm glad to be spending this time with you. As we get started, I wanted to say that REAP, as well as the daily readings at One Year Bible Podcast, is possible because of donations from listeners like you. We don't run ads, so all of our support comes from listeners who value what we do and want others to experience it as well. Every dollar donated lets us reach over 250 people with Bible resources. So if this podcast is valuable to you, or if you'd like to help spread the word across the world, would you join us in supporting this work? To donate, you can visit oneyearbiblepodcast.com give. Special thanks to our monthly donors who consistently and faithfully give to help us in our mission. And once more, that address is oneyearbiblepodcast.com give. And now, on to REAP. The purpose of REAP is for us to learn and then practice a pattern for getting more out of Scripture as we read and listen through. The way it works, we pick a section of this day's reading, either from the Old Testament, the New Testament, or the Psalms. And then using that passage, we walk through this four-step process. First, we read the passage, and next we examine it. This is where we bring up anything that stands out, anything that catches our attention. After that, we look to apply the passage, connecting it with our lives today. And lastly, we get to pray. Our passage this week comes from our New Testament reading. It's from Matthew chapter 9, verses 27 through 38. Using this passage, then, we'll read, examine, apply, and pray. As we get started, let's ask for the Lord's blessing on our time. Father God, we come to you in this moment by your grace. We come to your word by your grace. We ask that you would open it up to us. Help us to see marvelous things in it. Give us eyes to see and ears to hear from you today. We pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Let's get started now by reading Matthew chapter 9, starting in verse 27. As Jesus passed by from there, two blind men followed him, calling out and saying, Have mercy on us, son of David. When he had come into the house, the blind men came to him. Jesus said to them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? They told him, Yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, be it done to you. Then their eyes were opened. Jesus strictly commanded them, saying, See that no one knows about this. But they went out and spread abroad his fame in all that land. As they went out, behold, a mute man who was demon-possessed was brought to him. When the demon was cast out, the mute man spoke. The multitudes marveled, saying, Nothing like this has ever been seen in Israel. But the Pharisees said, by the prince of demons, he casts out demons. Jesus went about all the cities and the villages, teaching in their synagogues, and preaching the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and every sickness amongst the people. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion for them, because they were harassed and scattered, like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest indeed is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Pray, therefore, that the Lord of the harvest will send out laborers into his harvest. This is our reading, and now we'll move on to the examine portion of REAP. And again, this is where we bring up anything that stands out, anything that caught our attention in this passage. The first thing that stood out to me, it's in the first verse we read. In that verse, we see that Jesus is being followed by two blind men. And these blind men are calling out and saying, Have mercy on us, son of David. 
The fact that they called Jesus son of David seems rare. They really seem to know the scriptures and to know who he is. The next thing that stood out, it's in the following verse, where Jesus talks to the blind men and he asks them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? In this case, and it seems in general, Jesus has an eye out for faith. He is looking for faith. Then in the next verse, verse 29, it says this. It says, Then he touched their eyes, saying, According to your faith, be it done to you. The way that Jesus healed these blind men stood out to me, that he made contact with them, that he touched their eyes. Then in verse 30, after he heals them, it says, Jesus strictly commanded them, saying, See that no one knows about this. How hard it must have been for these blind men not to tell everyone that they knew that they had been healed. And indeed, in the next verse, we see that they do tell everyone they know. In verse 32, it says, As they went out, that is, the blind men, behold, a mute man who was demon-possessed was brought to him. That word behold stood out. It's as though the writer is saying, Okay, we just saw something amazing, but now focus on this. Redirect your attention on this next thing that's coming. After Jesus heals this mute man, the Pharisees say about him in verse 34, they say, By the prince of the demons, he casts out demons. This passage doesn't record any response from Jesus or from his disciples or from the people. Jesus is okay, it seems, with letting the Pharisees continue to believe this without challenging them at this moment. As far as this account is concerned, Jesus allows them to have the last word, for now. Continuing on down, in verse 35, it says that Jesus went about to all the cities and the villages, and it says he healed every disease and every sickness amongst the people. Those words, every, stood out. There was nothing he wasn't able to do. Imagine being alive in this time and hearing about this person, Jesus of Nazareth, who could cure or heal anything. This must have kindled so much hope among the people. In verse 36, it says, But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion for them because they were harassed and scattered. Jesus was seeing the bulk of humanity, the multitudes, it says. And he saw that they were ragged, that they were weary, that they were lost all over the place. And then in verse 37, the last verse we read, he says to his disciples, The harvest indeed is plentiful. What stood out here is that Jesus says this just after, and even as, he's looking at the multitudes of people. In other words, the harvest is among these harassed and scattered people. This is where the Lord is going to raise up laborers to go. These are the things that stood out to me in this passage, and if I missed something that you noticed, feel free to share that as a comment over at oneyearbiblepodcast.com on the webpage for this day's REAP episode. Now let's move on to the application portion of REAP. And again, this is where we look to connect what we've read with our lives today. The biggest aha moment for me in reading this passage was what Jesus sees when he sees the multitudes, the harassed and scattered multitudes. In verse 37, we see that Jesus sees a harvest. This is where God is going to work. In other words, Jesus is seeking people who have problems, who are troubled, who do not have their life together. When we, as Jesus' followers, are drawn to and are willing to associate with folks like this, we are acting in line with the heart of our Master. It says that when Jesus sees these things, he is moved with compassion. An application, then, could be, what is my response when I see the kinds of people that Jesus felt compassion for? When I see people who are harassed, weary, and scattered, do I avoid troubled people because it seems like too much work and maybe not worth it? Or does my heart well up with compassion like Jesus' heart does? This is one application I see from this passage, and if you see another one, feel free to share that also as a comment at the webpage for this day's REAP episode. 
Now let's move to the last part of REAP where we get to pray. Father in heaven, thank you for your word. Thank you that when your son Jesus came to earth, his life was chronicled, written down for our benefit. Thank you that we get to see all these stories, these episodes of him healing, restoring, and bringing hope. Thank you that he did not move away from challenge, but he moved toward it with a loving and kind heart. Lord Jesus, we know that if you had wanted to keep your hands clean, we would be without a Savior. We thank you for your loving heart. Thank you for your obedience to the Father and your sacrifice and death for us. By the life you give us, may we have a similar heart, a renewed and a revived heart that cares and is full of compassion. Thank you that as we follow you, we become like you. Help us to see you more clearly in this passage, and we pray for the transforming work of your Spirit, who transforms us one degree by another into your likeness. Thanks for your great mercy towards us, a harassed and weary and scattered people. We know that you have come for us, and we know that you have come for others who are not yet in your family. We pray that you would send out laborers into your harvest. Thank you for what you have given us and who you are to us, Lord Jesus. We pray all these things in your name. Amen. Well, thanks for being with me for this week's episode of REAP. In addition to this recorded version, we also meet as a group and do REAP live. This happens over Zoom every Friday at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. From 12 o'clock to 12.45, we read, examine, apply, and pray together. If you'd like to join us, you're more than welcome to. The way to get that information is to send me a note through oneyearbiblepodcast.com. That way, I'll have your email address and can send you the Zoom links for those Friday sessions. It's always an encouraging and inspiring time circled around God's Word, and I hope you'll join us on one of these upcoming Fridays. That's all the announcements we have for this week. I hope you have a good Friday and weekend and week upcoming, and I look forward to talking with you soon.